Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your home for world champion Cleveland Cavaliers, American League champs, the Cleveland Indians, and mornings with Spielman and Hooley. Sports Radio, 105.7 The Zone. Let me give you an example of how I've actually mellowed from my father. Real quick. Okay. So... My dad came to Ohio State for spring practice when he was coaching high school at Canton Timken High School. Canton Timken Vocational High School at the time. Mm-hmm. He came home and he brought me an Ohio State shirt. It was the ugliest, stupidest shirt I've ever seen in my life. I hated what? it. Why did you say that? Because it looked like a girl's shirt. So I grabbed it with a scowl and said, it looks like a girl's shirt, Dad. And he said, well, just go try it. Just go try it on, son. So I go try it on. I looked at the mirror. It was awful. So you know what I did in my wisdom, Matt? You'll like this. All right. I bit a hole in it. <laughs> Gosh. You bit a hole I in the shirt. I brought it back to him, and I said, look, I can't wear this shirt. It has a hole in it. And there's like slobber marks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know what he did? Made you wear it anyway, I would guess. No. He picked me up. I was in his bedroom. He picked me up at, from the doorway and threw me, I don't know, Five feet, ten feet in the air, in the bed, into his bed. But he picked me up and he threw me and said, you, you will appreciate everything I give you and you'll wear that shirt every day. And I looked down and I peed my pants. I peed my pants. I was so scared. How old were you? Like seven. <laughs> like 18. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce, Ch- you can't call child custody services. I was going to say, <laughs> thankfully we have full lines for Win Maddie's tickets, so, so there child you, services can't so, get but, through. But, that's, but is that not a difference in parenting? From uh, Yes. Do you think I appreciate everything I got from then on out? Or acted like you did, for sure. Absolutely. Yes. I got a <laughs> smile on my face ear to ear. So, hey, just me yelling, get on tired. It's a lot better than me picking you up and throwing you off the horse into a stack of hay. And on that happy note, <laughs> it's time to play Win Maddie's Tickets here on The Zone. Chris and Brian are on the line. Brian is who Maddie is playing for. Brian, would you like to be uh, in Nationwide Sunday to take on? Or see the Jackets take on Ooh. the Washington Capitals? You know it. All right, well, Maddie's playing for you, so if you got any words of wisdom for her, fire away. No, but just go out there and win. I want to see us win the President's Cup this year. Just tell her to get on tired. Tell her to get on tired. There you go. Positive response. That's right. That's right. Well, on line one, we have Chris. Chris, you'll be playing against Maddie. Five questions, 30 seconds on the clock. You know how the game works. Are you ready to go? Yes, sir. Okay. Who is the head basketball coach at Oregon? Oh, Dana Allman. What NFL team signed Geno Smith? What is Gonzaga's nickname? The Bulldogs. Who do the Blue Jackets play on Tuesday? Tuesday, the the Sabres. Who do the Where do the Oakland Raiders want to relocate? Vegas, maybe Vegas. All right, hang on the line. Your questions are uh, logged, and now we bring Maddie back into the studio. Yeah, she he did pretty well. He did well. Maddie may run the table. Now, Maddie is ready. If she ties, 
Chris will get the tickets. If Maddie wins, then Brian will get the tickets. Are you ready, Madison? Yes, sir. Here we go. Whoops. Hold on. I got the wrong uh, button pushed. Back on hold goes Brian. And we begin. Maddie, who is the coach at Oregon? Uh, Dana Altman. What NFL team signed Geno Smith? The Giants. What is Gonzaga's nickname? Zags? I don't know. Who do the Blue Jackets play on Tuesday? Uh, Sabres. Uh, Where do the Oakland Raiders want to relocate? Vegas. Uh, What is Gonzaga's Uh, nickname? I don't don't know. Zags. Maddie says the Zags. That is what they are called, but their official nickname is, of course, the Bulldogs, which means that Chris, who is a Bulldog of sorts at Win Maddie's Tickets, Chris, you tied Maddie. You get the tickets. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Yeah. What a game. I'm jealous. Yes. Uh, you got a great game to go to. Cheer our jackets on to victory. Hang on the line. Eric will get your information. And uh, we thank Kurtz Brothers, Landscape Supply, Topsoil and Mulch. You name it, they've got it. KBColumbus.com. 614-43-MULCH. The number locations, Dublin, Westerville, Alexandria, and off I-71 south at Frank Road. Kurtz Brothers Mulch and Soils. They sponsor Win Maddie's tickets, and you can get tickets to the Jackets and the Sabres tomorrow night or the Jackets and the Caps, although I wouldn't wait on that, at bluejackets.com. That should be a great show, Matt. And the uh, Philadelphia Flyers did us a solid last night. They did. They beat Pittsburgh 6-2, to two, so the Jackets stay tied for second and actually have a game in hand on the Penguins, too. So uh, they're three points back of Washington and... A lot to happen. Washington's got a road trip here coming up, so you never know. I mean, they got to play at Minnesota. And maybe if uh, Minnesota can do the Jackets a solid on Tuesday and the Jackets can take care of Buffalo, all of a sudden you're back within a point. So um, would, you would love for that game on Sunday to have them be within two points where, you know, if you beat them, you've got a chance to catch or pass them. Well, the Jackets have an opportunity this week to play four times. Buffalo at Carolina Thursday at Chicago Friday and Washington Sunday. So busy week for the Blue Jackets, the final four teams getting ready to play at University of Phoenix Stadium. The tip-off game at 6.09 on Saturday, South Carolina and Gonzaga. South Carolina or Gonzaga will play for the national mm. championship. Wow. That's the beauty of the tournament, March Madness. Yeah. And that's I think, encompasses what it's all about, isn't it? The little guy? What if it's South Carolina, Oregon? Oregon plays CBS North Carolina. or TBS, whoever's got oh, the title awful. game is going to be crying. And I oh, would say Oregon has no chance, but I said Oregon had no chance against Kansas, playing Kansas in Kansas City. Athletically, they're as good as anybody playing in a Final Four. Would you not agree? Yeah. Oregon is unbelievable, year, man. But they had a big injury right before the tournament. They're shot blocker. Yeah. And then the guy they put in there had eight blocks. Yeah, I know. And 13 uh, boards. Yeah, Beast. Dane Altman's a heck of a coach, by the way. Speaking yes, of, he is. He's a buddy of our buddy Woody Johnson that's down, right. down the road here, Dana Altman. He said Dana Altman is 58. I would not have thought that. I would have guessed 48 right. on Dana Altman. Did not realize that either. But uh, you know what? I, where do you stand like on Kansas here? Because uh, Bill Self has a national championship. They have that incredible streak. What is it? 13 straight conference championships which is ridiculous. Yeah, It's not like they play in a bad league. They play in a good league, and they've won it 13 times in a row. Yet, there's some dissatisfaction because they're, what, 2-7 and seven in Elite Eight games or something like that, and uh, some people feel he hasn't done as much as he needs to do with that talent. Is it just one of those things, Chris? He runs into really good teams there, or is there something to a coach 
not always getting them as far as they should go. I think the most difficult thing in all sports and repeating wise would be college basketball. I, I just when's the last time we have we had a repeat champion? Have we gone back to back with Duke? Duke? Ninety one, ninety two. Well, so that, Florida, that's Florida. Right. I purged that from my mind. Yeah, exactly. But that was a rare occasion where everybody came back. Yeah. Um, but that's Noah's, yep. yeah, uh, that Noah and Horford and yeah. that whole group. Yep. So that it, it's such a rare thing. And for me, if you're Kansas, uh, be careful what you wish for. I mean, Bill Self, obviously he's able to recruit talent and get talent there. And he's winning the league every year and he's getting a good seed. Now, the result, he's got a national championship. When you have a national championship and at least you know potentially you can get to the final four and get on a run – that's what it's all about, right? Because South Carolina, nobody would ever predict mm-hmm. them at a seven seed coming in and getting on a, uh, getting to the Final Four. But they got on a run, and they're playing well, and they're peaking at the right time. That's what basketball is. That's part of the deal. He's lost seven times in the Elite Eight, uh, mm-hmm. including uh, to 11-seeded VCU in 2011. And as the number, it was the number one seed then. And two years later, he was the number one seed and lost to Michigan in overtime when Kansas had a 14 point second half lead. Um, so I ask, what college basketball coach has done less with more? Bill Self, Roy Williams, or John Calipari? Those are the three. I don't necessarily agree that all three should be in that question, but those are the three people think of. And would there be a fourth? Mm. Is there a fourth you'd throw into well, the? Well, I, I I don't know. He's not at that level, but uh, I know when Arizona lost Sean to Miller, Xavier, yeah. Sean Miller. I mean, if you looked on social media, because he's not made a Final Four, and Arizona has been really, really good, and they were probably favored in that region, even though Gonzaga was the one seed. Um, I don't know out of that group. I mean, it's hard because all those guys have won. I mean, it's not like they. None of them have ever won a championship. They've all won championships. I guess I would say self out of that group, but uh, but that's if you're in that group, you're a pretty good coach, and you're yeah. I think you're I fine. Mean, yeah, you're fine. I think with basketball, you know, to to me, success. And we talked a little bit about this before I left. Bruce and Maddie, we talked about success is defined by making it to the Final Four. It's not necessarily winning national championships. It's almost like. Final four appearances are, are what matter. And the other thing I think would go on a resume, and I think it would be important if we keep it here local to, to Thad, was, is winning Big Ten championships, mm-hmm. winning a regular season, winning a tournament. Maybe that is how college basketball coaches define success because that shows the long haul of a season and the success of a season where a tournament could be everybody's got a chance. Everybody starts anew, and you have to get on some type of run. So I, I don't know what the definition of the Kansas decision makers are. Is it the success of how far you advance into the NCAA tournament, or is it the success of winning the Big 12 year in and year out? Well, Calipari himself collided in the final game uh, in 2008, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, that was uh, when Memphis had when it When Memphis won. had the game won, and, up three, and didn't foul. And Mario Chalmers hit the three to tie it, send it in overtime, and... Kansas won. Kansas won. So it's a little bit interesting that Self won his only title because Cal was on the other sideline and did not do what a lot of people advocate doing when you're up three, which is foul with the clock running Don't out. Don't you think uh, college basketball championships harder to win than football? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, so much of it is matchups and draw. You can get a terrible matchup. Yeah. 
team. And that, also, you got to win six games. Yeah. I mean, in football, I mean, if they did, Kansas would have been in the semifinals. If, if basketball, they just yeah. picked them top four it's, teams. It's much more difficult, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And Gonzaga has gotten there by beating a 16 seed, an eight seed, a four seed, and an 11 seed. So they haven't played anybody above a four. Wow. And the tournament just broke right. Sometimes teams losing losing the other bracket in front of you. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to go. So yeah, they're really good though. But uh, but and now here they are playing. South well, Carolina. they're really good. What they? How many? What was their percentage from three point the other day in the first half? They went they were ten for fifteen yeah, from crazy. threes. I yeah. mean, so and that's how Xavier got there. Was made Arizona shoot threes. They couldn't make them. You give Gonzaga threes and they make them. There's not a whole lot you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one lesson to be learned from the weekend. That is, never, ever interview a six-year-old on live radio. We'll give you the reasons why at 818 on The Zone. Sports Radio. Sports Radio. For Columbus. For Columbus. one one oh oh five five seven seven. The Zone. Shudder to think how much the Spurs might score against that porous Cav defense. Five teams have scored 120 or more points this week. Uh, Indians at spring training. And something unusual happened at spring training on Saturday. The um, soon-to-be Hall of Fame voice of the Indians, Tom Hamilton, who will call Indians baseball all spring, summer, and fall here on 105.7 The Zone, thought it might be fun to interview Brody Chernoff. He's the six-year-old son of Indians general manager Mike Chernoff. What is it they used to say? Kids say the darndest things? Yeah. Uh, so here is uh, Tom Hamilton interviewing six-year-old Brody Chernoff in the booth during an Indian spring training game. Let me ask you, just between us and all the people listening, Dad had any phone calls lately? Who's he trying to get? Because he won't tell us. Can you? He's trying to um, get Lindor to play for seven more years. Yes, <laughs> Do it to the count. Yeah, okay. We better not talk anymore. <laughs> There you have it, folks. We have finally had a scoop on the Indians radio network. (laughs) Two balls, two strikes. Hammy, getting the scoop. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to sign Francisco. Former Indian broadcaster Tom Hamilton. Uh, Trying to sign Francisco Lindor to a seven-year deal. He's a a hammer. He's the kind of guy you would sign to a seven-year deal. Uh, Brody, very, very cute there. Lindor had a great year last year. 15 homers, 78 RBIs, won a gold glove, rookie of the year. Uh, but that's funny. That's funny stuff. And the great thing about the Indians is they'll have a sense of humor about it. Yeah. They're great to work with. I, I, I just, when hearing that and Brody talking, I'm reminded why uh, my brother Rick does not tell me anything that the Vikings are doing <laughs> because he's afraid I'd have the same responses as Brody had to, to Hammy. So that's interesting. I don't know if Channel 10 will have a sense of humor about uh, the mentions on Twitter and trending on Twitter, Maddie, with the decision last night to pull out of the game Kentucky-North Carolina when it really got thrilling at the finish to give us a weather update. Yeah, like 30 seconds left. I was watching with my sister, Macy, and all of a sudden the screen goes black and we hear the Channel 10 voices. And, you know, I thought it was going to be like a 10-second really quick update, just, hey, guys, there's a tornado warning. It went on for a while, Bruce. It went on for quite some time. Channel 10 weather... uh, Update, it says on their website today, we had a massive technical failure in the final seconds of the NCAA basketball game between the University of Kentucky and University of North Carolina. Once it was remedied, we were under a tornado warning and lives were in danger. 
Upon the conclusion of the warning, we aired the remaining minutes of the game. We apologize for the inconvenience. They made dead spin. They got all kinds of national guys. As people were tweeting pictures of the screen, it had the weather at the top and then a black screen. We didn't even get the maps and all that. And people were like, give us the game. If you can't give us a picture, give us the game back. Right. So let me ask you this. Would it be better for Channel 10 to come out like, say, if I made a mistake or somebody made a mistake and here's why it happened because my question would be could you have not have gone to pitcher and pitcher so the massive technology error that uh, took place what was the error and why could you not go pitcher and pitcher or why could you not put the game in the middle and have the warning signs around it or why did you not do that why did you choose to go right to your weatherman i get the point that they take that responsibility seriously as they should but tell us what the mistake was that's instead what, of saying uh, we had a massive inconvenience. That's what I would like to know. I would like more I details. I think it would be better for them, wouldn't it? I would think so. If they said, we we tried to go back to the game, but we were having issues with a switcher or issues with whatever. whatever. We couldn't get the game back. You know, no, I think something. they. Do you think? I think they owe that to their viewers. Uh, I would, you know, what little I know about media and media relations, I do think the viewer needs an explanation. Not that we had technical difficulties. What were the technical difficulties? What went into the decision? And so then that way people can make up their own mind. Nobody is disputing the fact that how important it is when there's a tornado warning, not a watch, a tornado warning, right. to get that information out over the air. I get that. I understand that. Why was it not executed? Is it like, well, that's our business? Well, broadcasting is the public's business. That's right. So tell the public... What went wrong and why it went wrong and what's going to be prevented in the future, if anything can do prevent that in the future, from happening again? I do why find are you it smiling? interesting. No, I find it interesting that they did wait to jump in. Now, they serve a wide viewership. They serve, you know, way east of Columbus, way west of Columbus, south and north. They didn't break in until the tornado was in proximity to the Columbus metro area. Which, for those of us in the western environs of the city of Columbus, I just wonder, like, okay, if you're going to break in because it's a safety thing, why did you wait so long? Yeah. Does our safety not matter? Here's Here here would be the irony of the whole thing. Why wouldn't a reporter from 10TV go interview 10TV? I think say, that, you know, actually, I think that's a great idea. A, it is they a should do that today. Idea. You should be in programming. I, I should. I think it's a great idea. I, if I if I were interested in my viewer, right, and, and TV or broadcasting is a service-oriented industry. Yeah, exactly. And so... You want to have the public's I, trust. So I this morning I was looking on Twitter and everybody's blasting 10TV for their poor decisions and their idiots. And this is why Columbus will always be a cow town. Right. Or, that's what they're saying. Yeah, I, that's not me saying no, it. No, no, that's out there. That is out there. So if I'm 10TV, I want to I come up and say, look... Either we made a mistake, this is what we tried to do, we had technical difficulties, our system broke down, and it didn't work. But we'll do our best in the future to make sure it won't happen, and if we ever run into another situation like this, here was the game plan. So you know that the people and what we want to accomplish as far as saving lives, quote-unquote, of getting the warnings out there, yet... The most exciting NCAA basketball game, which is important to a lot of people, sure. whether they want to admit it or not, it's important to a lot of people, as evidenced by the reaction on Twitter. 
that we will be able to provide both services to our viewers. Now, if I'm 10 TV or if I'm channel six or I'm channel four, I'm a reporter walking over to 10 TV. It is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Or if I'm at 105.7 or any part of our iHeartRadio network, I want to go get a comment and ask direct questions to 10TV because it's interesting. It's an interesting local story, and when you make national news, I want to know why this happened and what are we doing to remedy it in the future. Yeah, and I think your point is well made in that the tendency, and I sense that Channel 10 is doing this when they just sort of write this off as, we had a massive technical failure. They gave us like three paragraphs, essentially three sentences. It's the mistake Pete Rose made. It's the mistake right. Mark McGuire made, Sammy Sosa made, the Baylor made, Ohio State's made it over the years. You're, we're under attack. People are criticizing us. Let's tunnel in. Let's, let's close the doors to the yeah, fort. I don't understand. The right way to handle it is to be full disclosure. Turn it into a one-day story, not a 10-day story, not a week-long story, not a month or year-long story. Pete Rose, people are going to chase him down on, did he bet on baseball forever? McGuire yeah. bonds on steroids. It's always the, well, I'm going to go into protect mode. And you're not served by going into protect mode. You're, going, you're ser- better served by doing everything you can to disclose it and, and dismiss every question as soon as you can. Here's what I would love to see at 6 o'clock or at 5 o'clock on my local news on Channel 10 today. I would tune in for this. Everybody in central Ohio, I think, that has any type of interest would tune in. Sure. My best reporter, whoever that may be over Channel 10. I would have them sit down with the decision maker, whoever that may be, whether it's a general manager, program director, whoever it is, we have a sit-down interview, what happened yesterday. Tell our viewers what why, why. And if the guy said, look, we made a decision to cut from the game because we felt that saving lives is how we view this was more important than a basketball game, then get out there and say that over the air. And then tell us why then, it was a black screen. Yeah. Why look? Once we had a black screen, we wanted to go back to the game you with not, our audio. I mean, like answer the question. Would you not find that fascinating? I would. I, I would find that fascinating to have my reporter sit down and question the boss at Ten TV or the one ultimately right. responsible for. It. I think that would be great television, and I would start promoting it all day on a crawl on Channel Ten. Absolutely right, man. We do show That's prep gold. for shows all over town. Now I, we're doing. TV prep for TV stations all over town. That's Just- gold, Jerry. That's gold. Your home for world champion Cleveland Cavaliers, American League champs, the Cleveland Indians, and mornings with Spielman and Hooley. Sports Radio, 105.7 The Zone. Got a not very thrilling weather report on Channel 10. Free programming advice to us. To I Channel hope they 10. do that. I really do. I, I hope they do that. Bring, or- the, bring the top guy out. I mean, it's a competitive industry, right? We're, we're yep. competitive with other radio. We're competitive within our... I heart family, but if, if I'm Channel 4 or Channel 6, I'd be planting reporters right outside the doors at Channel 10. They if Channel well, 10 doesn't do it. No, they might as well go on their own air because uh, I don't think they're going to talk to 6 or 4. But speaking of talking, we got people talking, and we will explain what they meant by what they said. 105.7 The Zone. Sound check. 
Hey, is this thing on? Ready. The Zone Soundcheck. Jackets over the Flyers Saturday nationwide, one nothing. Sergey Bobrovsky, 36 saves in his eighth shutout of the season. Jackets captain Nick Felino. Not worried about the offense or the malfunctioning power play. He gives it the old Oakland Raiders just win, baby. It's great. I mean, you just want to continue to get better and, and move up in the standings and, and win. I mean, that's really what it comes down to this time of year and, and really what it comes down to the rest of the year is winning. That's all that's going to matter. So uh, it doesn't really matter how you're winning as long as you're getting the job done. And uh, You know, we know we can play better in here and, and we need to. Um, but uh, but like I said, there's, there's some positives to take away from, from finding a way to hold on to the lead. And thank goodness they have Bob Bruce. Four shutouts alone in the month of March. I mean, without him, who knows where they would be. Crazy. It's 8-0-1 in March. And the Blue Jackets' power play is uh, way below. The Penguins, the Blackhawks, and the Capitals in the month of March as much as a tenth of a percentage point behind them. But the Jackets have the best record of the four in March. It's all all goalie and defense. Yeah, and all those guys need to do is get behind your captain and listen to what he's saying. Speaks words of wisdom. Of course he does. Mr. Spielman's favorite is Nick Foligno. He's also quite enamored. Captain Nick Foligno. Thank you. Yes, sir. Sir, (laughs) yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Spielman, also a a, a fan of De'Aaron Fox of Kentucky. He tied the game. uh, Well, he was brilliant in the uh, game against UCLA. And then UCLA, excuse me, uh, North Carolina had a three-point lead. Kentucky tied it, won it at the buzzer on Luke May's shot. Here is a very emotional De'Aaron Fox after the game for UK. Everybody, everybody talked about you know how we looked like we didn't care, and you know this isn't the locker room that looked like hey, guys don't care. <laughs> I love my brothers, man. <laughs> Do we hear that out of uh, any locker rooms or that passion at Ohio State? I, not, not this year. Not this year, no. Not this year. We no. have in the past, not this year, right? In and, the past, and, not this year. He cares about the guy, obviously cares about his teammates. I, I mean, that was so genuine because when he's he's gasping for breath because he's devastated that they lost. And that's what it takes, the love of the game, the love of your teammates, and the love of your university, even if it's only four year. To put on that uniform, represent the state, the school, and everybody else. And when you lose, if it hurts that bad, that's when you know guys will play with passion. And he did all term. I watched him. I thought he was fabulous against Wichita. I mean, I was looking at this Monk kid, and I said, Fox, man, wow. Yeah, Malik Monk, he hit the big three to tie it. And then uh, North Carolina got the run out, and Luke May hit the game-winning shot. John Calipari, post-game, sat down and started with this. You know, it's... Amazing that we were in that game where they practically fouled out my team. Amazing that we had a chance. So proud of how these guys fought. Amazing. I mean, I hate to agree with them, but I do, Bruce. At one point, I turned to my dad, and I think there was like five guys in Kentucky who had two fouls before the first half. Monk and Fox both sat big parts of the first half. So did uh, their big center, uh, Bam Adebayo. Well, you can't play whatever he wants to play if they're going to call fouls 20 feet out of the basket that have nothing to do with, with the play going on. I do mean, you little ever sound fouls. good knocking the officiating? Do you ever sound good? You do when you're right. I mean, that was uh, that was factual. Yeah, Other, I don't have a problem with it either. Honestly. I mean, he was right. I don't. Anybody that's taking a step back 
and an unbiased view of it. He was exactly right because his team can't play they want to, the way they want to play if they're going to call a game like that. So in light of uh, Cal's comments about officiating, uh, the NCAA has announced a first-round game, just one first-round game for next year. It'll be Kentucky and Cincinnati in Spokane <laughs> at noon on Thursday. Uh, in the NBA, the Rockets beat the Thunder 137-125 last night in Houston. Russell Westbrook is 36 triple-double of the season, 39-13-11. and 11. James Harden had uh, 22-12. and 12. Uh, neither player, Harden or Westbrook, has sat out a game all season. Patrick Beverly of the Rockets asked about that after the game. I think that uh, that's a disgrace to this league. I think that uh, fans deserve better. I, I can care less if uh, co- coaches mm-hmm. ask players the rest of the night. It's up to you to play or not. And if you don't, then you're disrespecting the game. And I don't believe this in disrespecting the game because it was a, it was a time where you know I wasn't playing in the NBA and I was trying to get here. So. Me resting this up, I feel like it's uh, disrespecting me, disrespecting the name on the front of the jersey, and disrespecting the name on the back of the jersey. I have no problem. Well, I have no problem with what he's saying. I also have no problem with LeBron James sitting or a coach asking certain players to sit. Greg Popovich has won a lot of world championships by having his team ready to go. So that's an individual preference, but I have no problem with his opinion on what he's saying. It's admirable. But I have no problem when you run an 82 stretch and you're 32 years old and you want to be fresh for the playoff run. Get your guys ready for the playoff run. Yeah, I mean, the the NBA is a star league. Do stars get calls? Yes. Do stars have different rules than grinders? They do. Is it perfect? In a, in a perfect world, would you do that? No. But I don't know that you can stop it. And I don't know, I know that Cavs fans would not accept it if the Cavs lost an NBA championship because due to injury, they were playing LeBron and Kyrie and all those guys too many minutes, and they weren't fresh for the postseason. It's all about the postseason in the NBA. I admire what Beverly was saying, but it's your job to get your team ready to go, and each individual requires a certain amount of rest or not rest. By the way, the MVP, Russell Westbrook, undisputed MVP, since he doesn't sit and LeBron does. I think he's going to finish third. That would be a crime. The guy's going to average a triple-double. He needs 6.5 assists and 7.2 rebounds a game to average a triple-double for the season. It hasn't been done since the great Oscar Robinson. There was a story on Friday from the big lead that there's some NBA analytic that says Russell Westbrook basically lets guys shoot perimeter shots and doesn't box them out and doesn't close out because he's going to get rebounds so he can get more (laughs) triple-doubles. He averages in a triple-double. I get it, but he might be averaging a triple-double because he's not doing what he's supposed to do Got Getting rebounds. Okay, so he gets rebounds. Well, darn it, I I got the rebound, but I should have boxed the guy out. Come on. But should he have fewer closeouts on three-point shooters than some of the centers on his team? I mean, he's on the perimeter. His center's not on the perimeter. Bruce, who would you put above him? You said he might finish Har- third. Harden this is my bold wow. prediction. Harden will finish first. I have absolute certainty of that. Yeah. Don't don't, don't say it. Don't, don't even say it. I don't <laughs> think LeBron will finish second. Okay, good. Thank you. He should, oh. but he won't. There's a new well, sheriff in town. Well, your coded, LeBron James. Your sugar, your sugar-coated C-O-D-E-D message is getting screwed up right now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do it. Because <laughs> you prompted why? me to don't. do it. <laughs>
you, you can't help yourself when I it comes to this. I can't help myself. i got to make sure. Here it is. Because you correct me. You've cor- I'm sure you correct your children at I'm home when they make grammatical errors. Okay. Do you not? Yes, I do. I know you do. I do. And, I and, my, and that. my wife corrects me when I make grammatical errors at home. I, I've never heard you make a oh, grammatical error. Oh, yes, I make grammatical error errors all the time. Uh, LeBron James took to Twitter after St. Vincent St. Mary won the state championship and after Frank Martin talked about adults need to expect more of kids. And LeBron said um, of his mentors, they showed toughness and stayed on me every single game, never sugar-coated nothing, told me to reel and lit me up when I wasn't applying. Sugar-coated, C-O-D-E-D. It's a new one. I believe it's sugar Coated, C-O-A-T-E-D. He's LeBron, though, I feel like. I mean, he can get away with it. Oh, I get St. V English Department on line one. Well, here's the thing. Like, I think you should tweet at LeBron and point out his (laughs) error. Bruce. Bruce. Can I give you another one? Yeah. Uh, Another tweet. We need to be pushed, kicked, loved, then pushed and kicked again, because that's what brings and breeds the hunger inside of us. I assume it's breeds. It's spelled breads. B-R-E-A-D-S. Well, I have... I, listen. Breeds is spelled breads. I, I want you... breeds the hunger inside I of us. I want you to get on your Twitter. I'm not going to do that. Why? I get into enough what you, what trouble. Are you, what are you afraid of? I get into enough trouble on Twitter we don't need giving my analysis of high school games i don't need to go after LeBron so all James. of a sudden you're intimidated no, by by high school fans that no, disagree I'm not with intimidated. you no you're I'm in not. you're in opinion no. rated business i, I am mean, in the opinion business. you get paid and for your I'm opinion fair for me to comment on whether somebody gets back on defense <laughs> or not <laughs> my point is like if you if you watch a game and i make a grammatical error or i'm on the radio and you correct me immediately on the air which you've done for years <laughs> That we've been together. For years? And I've appreciated that. Well, yes. <laughs> How many years have we worked together? We've worked together for a while. It seems forever, but it's only been a while. I what get do you think it. would happen if I tweeted at LeBron, um, check your English, breeds, not breads. Well, see, that's a little snarky. 34.6 million you, you, followers. I don't know Listen if you to me. see it, but if he did see it, 34.6 million <laughs> if followers. Bruce, here's the thing. You come across a little snarky. Totally unintentional. <laughs> totally unintentional. <laughs> a I think if you soften yourself just a tad, you might be able to get your message. Would across. you have a Twitter proofreader if you were LeBron? No, I. Mine are terrible, and when people correct me, I appreciate. It. I send them a tweet back, thank you. Or if I make an error, a grammatical error, on TV, and I get corrected via Twitter, I send them a thank you because I appreciate that. So, if you were the Bruce Hooley of old, that dogged, determined reporter mm-hmm. that stands up for the ACT, the English language, <laughs> yeah. the grammar, you would tweet LeBron James and say, let me help you out, pal. I don't have any problem if he uses the letter U no, that's for just, Y-O-U. That's just Twitter, yeah. just Twitter speak. But breads instead of breeds. And what was the other one? Sugar-coated. Sugar-coated. A lot of people might make that mistake, though. They might think it's sugar-coated but instead you're, of coated. You are the grammar police. I don't really want that role. But you you do. But, if nominated, well, I will not fun, serve. It's funny how you don't want the role, but you certainly assume it. I so. pick and choose. I pick and choose. <laughs> Sports Radio. Sports Radio. 105.7 The Zone. Home stretch on Spielman and Hooley. 854 <laughs> yeah, on The boy. Zone. Bruce. I don't know that. Uh, ne- I don't think that's accurate. That neither one of you can sing. I've heard you sing. 
That was all channeled your machine. inner Bob Dylan. Auto-tuned. That was machine-generated. Was? was it really? No, I mean, some of it was. I mean, he did some tricks. I heard you guys played Noah's uh, song. We yeah, did, Noah we did, we did. Noah can sing, yes. Mm-hmm. He's okay. God, he's country really guys, <laughs> Country guys can get away with being a little He's off. He's good. Noah's good. Very he, good. His biggest talent is the, the instrument thing where he can, hey, Noah, play this, and just starts playing. Which is that's a gift. Fascinating like to me. Yeah, any yeah. song you're like, hey, play this song. Boom. I did hear the end of the segment though, uh, and you didn't know what he wants to do. Yeah, he yeah, wants I to asked. Go to Nashville. We yeah, played a, but we we played a do song. What, though? Just go Business, to Nashville. Music. No, he wants to like intern at a record label. I know what he wants to do. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wants well, to start investing in your little brother. You're the older sister. Lead. Gosh. Take a genuine interest in what he's doing. I know what he wants to There's do. It's tips. hard to get like two words out of him, so I'm lucky I know that. It is. Now, Noah's at Wheaton College. How many years before he graduates? Uh, the, please, this year. Uh, after this year. So he's a, is he a junior in eligibility playing yeah. for Wheaton? Playing. I'm going out there. That's what I'm going there this week. Going to, they have spring ball. Sit down with the defensive coordinator. Can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. We got, so some, we got some corrections to make. He's entering his senior year. I'm sure they'll love that. Thanks, we asked. I, I don't think they know that I'm actually coming out there to sit down with them. What do you, I mean, how do you think they'll take he that, needs Bruce? To warn them. I, I think they'll take it well. I actually do. I think they'll value your input. I mean, but, they shouldn't be threatened by it. They should no, want to pick I, your brain. I would just think uh, if I knock on the door and say, "Look, I, you know, can we sit down? Can we watch a little just film and maybe?" Talk football? Is that the best way to approach it? Sure. They made the playoffs last year. I might place a call ahead of time and let them know I'm coming. <laughs> Are you afraid they'll lock you out no, if just, they know you're coming? Uh, I think I'll have Noah tell him I'm coming. He'll probably, he probably won't. He'll be like, no, just, you're fine. Now, is he entering his senior year? He's going in his senior Last year coming. Okay. And they made the playoffs last year. Yeah, they got beat by the uh, Bishop or Baylor Mary Hartman or Mary Hartman Baylor. Who won the national championship okay. by the year, by the way? But they they lost their quarterback. I think if they would have had their quarterback, they had a chance. But he played. The best thing about him uh, was he played three quarters with a broken hand. You love that? I oh, I I said I got nothing for you. We, I said the first thing I said to him, and we've talked about it on this show, was, "Hey, we come a long way, son, by you playing three quarters with a broken hand." And Maddie and I running you to the uh, hospital. Four. For a bone bruise or some little twister or something he had, which was a joke, wasting my time in that emergency room. But he played a... I said, I got nothing to say to you. You're good. You passed. I'm done. Excellent. Uh, heaven forbid Sergey Bobrovsky gets hurt. Oh, man. The uh, Jackets are hanging in there in the President's Cup race. Bob, 8-0-1 in March. Four shutouts. Yet Stay goals healthy. in yet. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Spielman. Top of the hour, Dan Patrick Show. Doug Gottlieb, the newest member of the Fox Sports Radio talk show family. Hi, Doug? Doug Gottlieb getting an afternoon show on Fox Sports Radio. Reggie Miller and Darius Rucker of Hootie and the Blowfish. Darius yeah. Rucker, big South Carolina fan. He had tears in his eyes yesterday when South Carolina wow. made the Final Four. Did they go on uh, Darius? Usually a big Mike and Mike guy. Fox Sports is purging. Mike well, and he's Mike a big guess. Dan Patrick guy, too. Darius oh, Rucker will go to Dan Patrick and sit in there a lot. Yeah, Best move Darius Rucker made. Going solo. Yeah, leaving a yeah. blowfish. That was the best move we could make. Uh, Cavalier basketball tonight. Cavs against the Spurs. I'm not that confident. Uh, Cavs defense is atrocious. But you think they'll turn it on in the postseason? Oh, yeah. I think they're just playing around right now. When LeBron wants to play defense, 
which is rare. But when he does, he's the best defender in the world. But, you know, that's a rarity. Uh, Dan, again, we'll Because MVPs will play all the time. <laughs> well, I don't think he'll sit in the postseason. Sports Radio for Columbus. 105.7 The Zone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.